On the Jacob Beer Show, I am so happy to have on Senator Joe Lieberman um, from the wonderful state of Connecticut. How are you doing today? Uh, doing great, Jacob. Thanks. Thanks. Feeling good. And the family's good. So what more could I ask? Awesome. Well, first off, there's a couple things I'd like to discuss today. Um, I really appreciate you wanting to come on with your busy schedule. There's a lot going on right now. Let's first start, you know, you've served in the U.S. Senate. Um, you were the vice presidential nominee in 2000. You ran for president. Um, you've been involved with several um, bipartisanship things over the years. What was your interest getting involved in politics? Were you like that when you were my age in college? Uh, uh, well, uh, you know, it came slowly, really. Uh, oh, when I was in high school. <laughs> I did things that I wouldn't be considered political, but you know, I was president of my class a couple of times. So I guess I enjoyed leadership stuff. Uh, I read a lot of history and biography and, uh, you know, I came from a religious family where there was a premium put on service, trying to make a difference uh, for the better. And uh, um, there's no question that I and a lot of others in my generation were uh, positively affected by the election of uh, Senator John F. Kennedy to be president in 1960, because it was a kind of call to public service, the famous line in his inaugural, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. And so I began to think about it. I worked a couple of summers uh, for my uh, senator in Washington. And uh, then I went to law school and I did begin to think about a career in public service, but I knew enough to know that it was, you know, risky. You never can be sure you're going to get elected to anything. So I, I also wanted to be a lawyer. But anyway, when I came out, I sort of jumped into it and I've been lucky and uh, I've had the opportunity to be a state senator for 10 years and attorney general for six in Connecticut and then 24 years in the U.S. Senate. So, uh, you know, if you have an interest in public service, which I hope uh, people of your generation do, um, go for it. And the worst is you don't get elected and then you can't go on to do something else. That's like. For sure. So what was it kind of like, you know, when you got picked to be the vice presidential nominee, very, very close election, What's that process like being in the debates, going all around the country, having cameras wherever you go? What's that process like? I said, would you want to do it again? Uh -huh. Well, um, uh, being selected to run for uh, vice president was beyond anything I ever dreamed about, honestly. Uh, at some point in my life, when people would ask me, uh, when I got into politics, what's your goal? What's your dream? And I wouldn't tell them because it seemed too uh, presumptuous and ambitious, but I really, I dreamed of being a senator. Part of that may have been because I was impressed by a man named Abe Rubikoff, who was a senator from Connecticut and was a mentor to me. Anyway, I, I got to be a senator. I was living my dream. And this came out of the blue. Um, I, I didn't expect it to happen. It wouldn't happen without Al Gore. I mean, the choice that a presidential candidate makes of a running mate is about the most unilateral exercise of power in American politics. So I'll always be grateful to Al Gore for giving me that choice, that opportunity. Um, 
the uh, the campaign was it was probably the most demanding four months of my professional life. We were just constantly on the move. Fortunately, as a result of my religion, I am Sabbath observant, so I could stop one of seven days a week. But the rest of the time, you're you know they gave me my own plane. You're going three, four states every day. Uh, you get to a, a town, they put you in a beautiful suite in a hotel, but you get there about midnight, and all you want to do is go to sleep, and then your staff wakes up at 5.30 because you got to get on the plane and go uh, to the next state. So, uh, or do an event in that state. So, man, it was thrilling uh, until the end with this crazy ending where it came down to the votes in Florida, and, and uh, it was so close. Uh, which ticket Al Gore and me or George Bush and Dick Cheney would get the four, the electoral votes in um, Florida. Unfortunately, it was ultimately decided by the U.S. Supreme Court. And so um, uh, you might say they won the election by uh, 536 votes or something like that. Although I was, will always feel proud that Al Gore and I got 545,000 more popular votes in our country than uh, Bush and Cheney, but it was it was just a thrill. And honestly, as I look back to it, I just feel grateful that I had the chance. The American people were wonderful to my wife and me as we campaigned around the country. And so I just ended up feeling uh, more in love with America than I was even before I got selected to run for vice president. Fascinating. Um, and a couple other things, was it hard um, getting up there on the debate stage? Um, when you took on, um, at the time, defense or former defense secretary Cheney, what's it like? Is it tough, you know, being up there realizing like, hey, 30 million, 40 million people? Are yeah, yeah, you mean in the debate? Yeah, no, it was, I mean, we worked hard on it to get ready for it. Um, you know, there's so many things I did that, that year that I hadn't done before, even though I've been in politics a long time, for instance. Somebody told me, who was an old pro, that there are three times in a vice presidential campaign that really matter where you can make a difference. One is when the presidential candidate announces that he wants you to be your, his running mate. The second is when you give your acceptance speech at the national convention. And the third is the one vice presidential debate. So I worked hard to do well at every one. It turned out that Dick Cheney and I uh, had a really good debate. We disagreed about a lot of things, but we didn't um, we didn't get nasty and we didn't start mudslinging at each other. And frankly, I think part of it was that just a few days earlier, the two presidential candidates, George Bush and Al Gore, had a debate and they were really rough on each other. And the early polling of the American people on it said that the people didn't like that. So in a way that cleared the way and I, for uh, uh, Cheney and I to have a good debate on policy, even though we were both, as we joke later with each other, uh, ready to go on the attack. Usually the vice presidential candidates attack the other presidential candidate in the debate. So I was ready for Cheney to attack Al Gore and ready with a defense and ready with my own attacks on George Bush, but turned out that we instead had a really good debate, which I'm proud of. Awesome. So two other questions. Um, one is you're big with the No Labels Party. 
Um, yeah. You guys are having the nominating convention in April of next year, if I'm correct. Are you planning to run for president or what's uh, your... No. Yeah. My running days are over, but I'm really glad uh, to be involved in the labels. Um, we've really spent a lot of time trying to overcome bipartisan, I'm sorry, partisanship in Congress and to return to the days of bipartisanship by supporting Democrats and Republicans who are centrists, who will come to the middle to negotiate on important matters, find common ground, compromise, and, and get something done for the country and for uh, their constituents. But uh, our members in the label, and we've done well at that, but our, our members uh, across the country said, you know, till we have a, a national leadership, president and vice president, that are also committed to bipartisan government, it's just not gonna get as, as better as we need it to in our government. So uh, right now, we're just keeping the door open to that. We're uh, focused on qualifying a third line, a no labels line in all of all 50 states. And then we'll see uh, as we get into next year and the race clarifies uh, uh, in the two major parties, whether um, there's room for a third choice that really has a chance to win. We don't wanna do it to just be spoilers. Uh, we want to do it if we think a third ticket really has a chance to win. And it will be a bipartisan unity ticket. Um, we haven't had that since uh, Lincoln ran with Andrew Johnson in 1864. But these are unusual times. Almost half the American people are so fed up with the two major parties that they now say they call themselves independents. And if you ask uh, voters across the country in polls, um, do you want uh, Trump and Biden to be the two candidates? Over 70% say they don't. They want a different choice. So if that continues, uh, we may well uh, find a bipartisan ticket, which will be fresh and different. Uh, it, it, I won't be on it, but thanks for asking. But I'll be glad to support it if, if we make that decision. For sure. And, and one last thing just on that. If there if there's not that middle ground third candidate, would you plan to support then the Republican nominee or would you probably support Joe President Joe Biden? Yeah, if um, we did not run a third line, there's no question that I would support Joe Biden. I, I can make my criticisms of his presidency. But for me, the choice between Biden and Trump is an easy one. I, I mean, I obviously know Biden a lot better because I Serve with him for 24 years, but I think uh, uh, Trump's behavior, particularly after the last election, with uh, filing all the lawsuits which he lost and then still not accepting the final judgment of our courts, so you just can't do that in our system of law. And then whatever, and then the role he played in at least encouraging the violent attempt to stop the members of Congress from counting electoral votes from the states on, uh, in January of 2021, it was just uh, over the edge, over the line. So uh, it, it, you gotta make the best choices you have before you uh, in an election and life. And uh, if it's Trump and Biden, I will support Biden. But if it's a no labels bipartisan ticket, I'll support that ticket in every way I can. For sure. And then one last thing on the election before I ask for your advice, since we got a busy day ahead. Um, what do you think about, do you think 
the um, House is a lot of people will say that the House is going to flip back to the Democrats and the Senate will go to the Republicans. Are you on with that prediction? No idea right now. Um, uh, I think if Trump uh, runs at the top of the Republican ticket, which it looks like he will now, he'll be a, a downward pull on the ticket so that um, they may lose control of the House. The Senate is up for grabs. The Senate has more, many more Republican incumbents up, and it's pretty close to the Senate. So um, uh, it could be that, that the Democrats will hold uh, control. But um, uh, we'll see, uh, because in the Senate particularly, every race is a separate race. Looks to me like the Senate, so far, uh, the Republican Party is trying to avoid nominating candidates that can't win. So, and uh, that's the way Mitch McConnell does it. One more question, Jacob, and then I got to go. Yep. Um, one last question is, um, do you think Trump will be going to jail possibly? And then uh, one small one after that is- No what, idea. No idea. That's why that. it's up to the courts. Okay. Uh, and then one last thing, what would your advice be for um, the next generation of leaders? Well, get just get into it and learn about politics. If you get a chance to participate in that campaign or work as uh, an intern in a local political office, legislator, governor, or a, a, an office in Washington, do it. Also, the thing that I always say to young people is, uh, and that may seem odd to them, uh, if you haven't done so, re read a lot of uh, political history and biography. So you, you have, uh, you form, if you don't have heroes in real life today, you can form heroes for history, from history, that can uh, help you decide, one, whether you want to go into public service, and two, uh, what kind of leader uh, do you want to pattern yourself after and want to be. Hey, Jacob, I admire you. Thank you so this. much. Yes. Talk to you, buddy. Appreciate Take you care. coming on. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye.